Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential. Hi, Ornadrid. Welcome to Savvy. We have our new podcast here, Unleash Your Story, and that is just what we do. We have guests come on and unleash their story, their powerful stories to help people grow and expand. And you're going to help people this past year, as you might have known from what's been going on in the world with COVID and everything. People have been letting stress take a real hold of their lives. And you, being a mindful ex expert, are going to help people get back in center, find the balance in their lives, to lot stop letting stress overwhelm their lives and take over. It's just not necessary. But before we get started with all of that, just share a little bit about your background with our audience. Hi, Christina. Thank you so much for having me. It's so nice to be here with you today. I'm here in Los Angeles, and uh, my background is grew up here in Los Angeles, and I am an author. Uh, of a few books of uh, says who how one simple question can change the way you think forever was my first my second book live true a mindfulness guide to authenticity with a live true daily journal and I'm a mindfulness practitioner I've been teaching mindfulness and meditation for quite some time mm -hmm. so my work is really mindfulness based if you will and I'm busy with my books as an author as a public speaker and I have an online thought coach certification training program. What else can I tell you? I got a lot going on. <laughs> well, what, what brought you to the whole world of mindfulness? Was it that you, uh, you know, a lot of my friends who start to study breathing and mindfulness come in the route of yoga. How did it work out for you that you came through this? Or did you it know? Well, I'll tell you, interestingly enough, I was an actress for 10 years, a long time ago. And somebody had basically told me about meditation. I knew no meditators. I myself was not a meditator. So they introduced me to TM, which is Transcendental Meditation. And I was a meditator for quite some time, and it helped me become a very disciplined meditator. And at one point, I was studying and going to school to learn many different sort of psychospiritual uh, modalities and techniques and get certified in all sorts of wonderful 
you know, different things that could help me on my path. And I learned about mindfulness, which I immediately resonated to. And it was relatively new. And I decided that I wanted to get certified as a mindfulness practitioner. And I went ahead and became a mindfulness meditation teacher as well as a mindfulness author. Wow. Well, that's fascinating because uh, a lot of people will get into, oh, I'm going to do a little meditation, but it doesn't really become a practice. And what I hear from you is it really helped you become disciplined. It became like when people talk about, I'm going to get on a diet, it becomes like I'm something I'm going to do for, you know, just to get skinny and then get back off of it. But this has become a lifestyle for you, hasn't it? Absolutely. That's a great way to put it. It's a lifestyle. It's a way of life. Do you know? And these practices, if you will, mindfulness, meditation, you know, the contemplative practices are so beneficial to our lives. And since I've been doing them and saw such a great change in my life and decided that I wanted to teach others, it's something that you see really adds significantly to your life in so many ways, which is why I feel so passionate about it. Well, share with me. I know that you've been helping people create mindfulness. Why do you think it's so hard in our modern existence to let it in? Why, why do we push back against being mindful or, or maybe just staying quiet a bit? Good question. Well, mindfulness, the, the essence of mindfulness, if you will, is the practice of being in the present moment with total awareness. Now, if we look at that and think to ourselves, we are very busy people and we are very active. Our minds are very active. And a study out of Harvard showed that the mind wanders almost 50 mind. Well, where does it go? Well, it usually is in two places. In the past that has come and gone, we're thinking about, oh, I wish that didn't happen, or if only that was different, or all the things that we tell ourselves about lamenting the past, or we're anticipating the future. And most often, we're anticipating it with anxiety, worry, concerns. And the place that we have the hardest time really being in is in the present moment. So we need help. And that's what mindfulness does. Mindfulness helps us stay present. It helps us stay more calm. It helps us stay more focused. And we really do need that because we are so distracted. We are busy on our devices. And I think that you can push something away, but you, you want to really think about not pushing away something that ultimately is really beneficial for you. And that's really mindfulness is the practice of taking those breaks, taking those pauses, mm -hmm. taking those moments where you can just turn things off. We all need that. Yeah. You know, what's interesting, or I recall as a kid, one of my favorite things to do was to go into the wilderness. I lived in the woods in Virginia. I would go out there for hours and just hang out in the woods, not doing anything, listening to the birds and the animals. And, and I just felt so at peace. And now as an adult, you're like, oh, I'm wasting an hour just hanging out in the park. And, you know, we create the things in our mind that doing nothing equals wasting time. And it really isn't. It's, it's something that's needed to fill our tanks. Sure. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting that you're sharing that because when people ask me, how did I become a mindfulness mm -hmm. teacher? I think back a lot to when I was a little girl and I used to love a roll around in the grass or, mm -hmm. you know, in big open fields of grass. I would love to look up at the sky and watch the clouds moving mm -hmm. across the sky. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the meditation practices that when the mind is busy, you often suggest that you think of thoughts like clouds moving across the sky. They never stay in the same place. Mm -hmm. So we think to some of the things that we enjoy doing as children, do you know? And then fast forward to adults, 
we are busy most of the time when we forget to take those breaks, we forget to take those pauses, when in fact, we derived a lot of pleasure, maybe from doing the very things you described or what I like to do, it actually gave us pleasure. So we need help to be able to integrate that into our lives today. Yeah, you know, what's interesting, I recall, I have a dog, and every single time we leave the house for whatever period of time, he comes back, runs to the middle of the room, grabs his toy and is super excited. Like I have a home. Yay. <laughs> and my husband always said, if only we could all be that grateful. And, and I think that's what animals do. I think they are in the present moment at all times. Cause he doesn't think, Oh, I left home or whatever. He's like, Oh, home. <laughs> Right now, right here, he's the, in the present. They are. Animals are a really great lesson or a mirror for us to really look at them and see how they are very present. And we really need those reminders. And that's why the practice of mindfulness is so helpful for us because, you know, for example, just when we're about to like get out of the moment or our mind wanders or drifts, or we're not really listening to somebody or we're distracted or we're too busy scrolling on our phones. When you practice mindfulness, which is present moment awareness, you can say, you know, I need to put this down or, oh, there goes those automatic thoughts again that are taking me over and trying to take me out of the moment. Mm -hmm. So mindfulness really does bring us back into the moment. And you say grateful, you know, it really makes us feel more appreciative mm -hmm. and more grateful of the moments because we're more present in them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And whatever bad stuff might be happening, it's a present. It's It'll pass like everything. The good stuff, the bad stuff, it all comes and goes. It does yeah. come and go. And another way in which mindfulness can help us even through difficult times mm -hmm. is that it gives us an awareness of like, what can I do right now that can help me get through this difficult time? You know, rather than just to loop on the thoughts that may come up that are causing us more distress, we can actually work through those by having an awareness of, you know what, I'm really struggling right now. I'm having a difficult moment. I feel stressed. You know, I feel anxious. What can I do right now that can help me get through this moment better? Is there something that I can do that can better serve my well-being? Is there a thought, you know, I have a technique in my first book, Says Who, called the release and replace technique. And basically, it's letting go of a negative thought and replacing it with its positive counterpart. Mm -hmm. And it's something like even that, you know, it brings us into the present moment with more positivity and not being stuck in the negativity. So for someone, because I hear this a lot, even with the whole dieting and taking care of yourself, oh, I don't have time for that. And I'm guessing that will come up for a lot of people listening to, oh, mindfulness, I just don't have time to stop. And I'm thinking, you know, from what you're saying here in just a couple of easy steps, just a couple of seconds or moments can be enough just to get your mind back to the present. It doesn't have to take a long time. Exactly right. And it's interesting that you bring up dieting because I bring that up in my first book says who the reason why a lot of diets fail or, or they don't really fail us, we sort of give up is because our thoughts don't support our goal. And oftentimes when we're dieting, all those thoughts come up, you know, you eat that cookie, you cheat, you say, Oh, I'm so bad at dieting. Oh, forget it. Who cares? I'm not going to do it. And the reason why we stay on the track of that is because we have thoughts that are supporting our goal. Do you know? So we have to be very mindful of the thoughts that we're telling ourselves daily. And that's what mindfulness helps us do. What's amazing to me is it seems to me that anything you want to try to succeed in, you really have to be present and mindful to what are the thoughts that are coming in. They could either bring you forward to success in what you're trying to reach or have you fail. 
Absolutely. I mean, I even reduce it down to something like, is this thought useful for me or is it useless? How is this thought helping me? How is this thought supporting me? How is this thought serving my well-being? How is this thought helping me right now? You know, because if it's not helping me, I can really let it go and I could exchange that thought for something that is going to support me. Do you know? I mean, these are practices that are really doable. And, you know, people say to me, your books are so user friendly. They're techniques and tips and methods that work. You just need to be willing to do them. So so basically, it's just like, okay, this diet's not working for me. I screwed up again. Let's say, okay, getting back on track, messed up. Not new day. Exactly right, Christina. It's like, okay, so I had that cookie. So I'm not going to now beat myself up and say, oh, forget it. Why should I even bother? Oh, I'm so terrible at diets. Oh, I'm such a failure. Or look at me. I always, you know, and then you spin out and all those negative thoughts just start to create this, in, this you know, uh, orchestra in your mind of yeah. negativity. Do you know, it's just, it's so counterproductive. So if you catch that first thought, Christina, the very first thought that comes up, that's about to undermine you, that's about to sabotage you, that's about to tell you you're not going to succeed at something, or you're not good enough, or you're not worthy, or you're not going to ever amount to this or be successful at that. If you can catch that very first thought and say, hold on a minute here, hold on. You know, I say in my book says who? We accept negative thoughts or inner critical thoughts so readily. I mean, if someone came up to us and talked to us like that, we wouldn't accept it. Mm -hmm. We We would defend ourselves. And yet we say all these negative things to ourselves that do not serve our well-being at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so true. And you know, what's interesting for me, I, I started I'm bringing up the diet thing, because I started that about six months ago, and I've lost 20 pounds. Congratulations. That's listen, that's to be commended. That's not an easy thing to do. So you must have been on the right track of thinking. I was but you know, what helped me is I started to find some YouTube channels where they were really motivational about fitness and you can do it. And I was like 300 pounds, but I did it. And, and it's like, you are who you hang out with, I've heard. And so kind of hanging out with these people on YouTube of, you know, giving me the, oh, if I could do it, you could do it kind of thing really kept me on the right train of thought. Exactly right. And that's what we need to do is stay on the right train of thought. Do you know, and when a disruptive thought comes up or a counterproductive thought or a negative thought comes up, again, catch it. And turn it around, you know, because you don't want to let a single thought undermine your intention or undermine your goal, which for you was to lose the weight that you ended up doing successfully. And that takes mental discipline also. Do you know? I mean, yes, it's important to have the support around you. Watch the YouTubes if you see other people doing it. But think about what you're saying to yourself when you're watching that. If they can do it, I can do it. I mean, at the end of the day, we have to tell those things to ourselves. If someone, maybe someone can say that or you can watch a YouTube, but we have to support that with our own positive thoughts. That's true. Because we could look at it and be like, I'd never do that. Or you could say, yeah, I could do that too. Exactly right. Exactly right. That's the positive self-talk that we each really need to work harder on. And we can do it. And you yes, can we help can. them. We can do it. <laughs> and you can help them. You have a, a wonderful book just came out on the market, Live True. And how can they get a copy, find out more about you, work with you perhaps? They can go to my website, ornadrich.com. They can get the book on Amazon. It's 
full of so many wonderful things to support you in being present and being authentic. And there's meditations in the book and there's wonderful exercises to keep you present. And it's just chock full of so many great things. So go to orinadrich.com and Amazon for the book. Well, I know just the little bit that you gave tonight helped people. Uh, if anything, you can just step out of where you are for just a couple moments to bring yourself back to the present and you don't have to let stress overtake your life. And Aura is here to help you. <laughs> if you be, go to our website. If you're listening in and not watching us, you can go to O-R-A-N-A-D-R-I-C-H.com. And Aura, I just have to thank you again for coming uh, to our new channel here and sharing your story. Unleash your story. Well, thank you so much for having me, Christine. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> me too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Like, subscribe, and share this episode. To listen to more savvy episodes and savvy biz tips, go to www.lifeunscriptedradio.com. To find out about our paid sponsorship opportunities or how to become a guest, email Christina at lifeunscriptedradio.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.